0: The business equation behind the modern apparel trade is wider than just factories in Bangladesh and retailers in the U.S. or Europe. There are middlemen involved. Robert Ross has studied the garment industry. He's the author of Slaves to Fashion, Poverty and Abuse in the New Sweatshop. So what I'd really like to know, Robert, is just how all of this works. Say I'm an American retailer. I want some clothes made at low cost by those Bangladeshi workers in factories. How would I go about setting that up? Who do I talk to?
1: Among the uh, primary ways this happens is that you reach out to a buying office or agent, the biggest in the world, Lian Fung, for example, is headquartered in Hong Kong. You would have in hand a uh, design and a quantity, and you would say, find me a factory that can make this at this level of quality with a certain delivery date of X
0: and your agent would then find you a factory. Right, and how many factories is that one agent that you just cited working with in how many countries?
1: Hundreds. Uh, They have 28,000 employees who do nothing but this finding and managing contracts.
0: Now, there seems to be a perception that many Western retailers are insulated from the manufacturing culture and business in Bangladesh, for example, almost indemnifying the companies from any local disasters that might occur. Is that accurate?
1: No, it's not accurate. When they say that they don't know what's going on in the factory, what we as readers, consumers and listeners have to understand is they know darn well what's going on with the sizing, with the stitching. With the buttonholes, they're paying very close attention to that. The fact of the matter is they are not insulated from the factory cultures of the places they operated in. The people who work in Bangladesh have been doing so for years, the big ones, and they've been through fire and building collapse and fire upon fire. There's nothing new about this to them. I must say that the size of this catastrophe is forcing a level of attention which has uh, not been usual, and perhaps we're at a turnaround moment. I,
0: I certainly hope that's true. How would you say the Bangladeshi government is implicated in what happened?
1: It is highly implicated, as responsible and accountable as the Western retailers and brands are and should be. The fact of the matter is that this takes place in a country whose government has allowed these abuses to take place with impunity. This building, for example, and its terrible collapse has three more floors to it than its permit allowed – And that was exactly the situation last fall in a fire that killed 112 people. The fire broke out on a floor that was beyond the permit. These kinds of things
0: happen all the time. Apparently, there are lawmakers in Bangladesh's parliament that are are deeply invested in the manufacturing business. I believe
1: the number is 33. Around 10 percent of the parliamentarians in Bangladesh are factory owners. The Bangladeshi Garment Manufacturers and Exporters Association is by far the most influential single group besides the military in Bangladeshi making.
0: But surely when a disaster like this occurs with so many deaths, lawmakers have got their voters to answer to as well, don't they?
1: That may be the reason that we've seen something in these last three days that are without precedent. Uh, there have been eight arrests in Bangladesh, because of this collapse. uh, And that has never happened before, despite a 20-year history of disastrous fires. We may be at, uh, for Bangladeshi history and this particular industry in that place, we may be at a turning point.
0: Robert Ross, author of Slaves to Fashion, Poverty and Abuse in the New Sweatshop. Thank you very much for your thoughts on this. And thanks for your time.